You're right. Okay. That did work. <laughs> I, I, I do that consistently. Is that with the spit of glasses? Yeah. That's, that's a great sound. All right. I'm actually going to do this. This is Old Forester. This is the bourbon we're going to be having. Oh, I didn't try time. that with you yet, right? Oh! I don't think I did. Maybe you did. Okay. It's 110 proof. Yeah. So be ready. I, I, I definitely want a little nip neat before drinking the mixed drink. Okay. Perfect. But Sounds good. While, you, while Tommy is preparing the drinks. Hello. Few uh, quick housekeeping items. First and foremost, people, the people of Craft Heads Podcast. We have a new patron. Oh, who is it? You know who it is. It's our psychiatrist. Oh, dirty, Dennis. dirty Den. Hi, Den. Dennis, thank you. We got. We we haven't done this in a while. Ready? <laughs> <laughs> Hell yes. So Dennis is our new. What was the three dollar uh, tier? That's the boss hog, because five dollars hoss hog. Yeah. So Dennis is the newest craft heads boss hog. Appreciate you so much, Dennis. Thank you for always keeping us looking amazing for our women, and just in general. Next guy, I I did. I realized I don't know why I wasn't including business cards in eBay packages. Why not? And I got the idea because we did the the glass unbreakable episode and everything. And do you remember the the guy's name? In Split, his name is Kevin Wendell Crumb. Well, I sold to this is not anything crazy. I don't think I'm. I'm not. I won't say where this guy's from, but I sold to a Kevin Wendell. Mm-hmm. So I, was, I included the podcast, uh, the business card, and I was like, I think you might like episode number or whatever. Oh, you just said the episode number. Yeah, like I, oh, like a handwritten cool. note. Yeah. And he he left me positive feedback and said thanks for the podcast recommendation. So Kevin, I hope you're listening. Thank you. Hi, Kevin. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Hell yeah, I hope dude. you enjoy it. And uh, we've, got a, we've got a fun episode tonight. Um, got you have I, any, I, you, one more. Go one ahead. more person. Neighbor James was supposed to go to a Queensryche concert, which is a heavy metal band. Started. It, it, it doesn't. <laughs> it's not spelled that way. Okay. It sure sounds like it. But uh, it is. They're a heavy metal band from the 80s, and they were really good. Uh, we wound up going to that last night with our, Tara and I and our friend Rimjob. And we had a really good, a classic, awesome late night Lyft driver. Mm-hmm. I was gonna do Uber, and it was thirty bucks. And then I quoted it again two minutes later, and it was thirty five. So no, yeah, uh, did Lyft, Lyft and is, is significantly cheaper. I've noticed, in Atlanta. and they're consistent, yeah. which is more important to me. Right. So, anyways, we met our driver. His name was AJ. Actually, his. I can't remember his actual real name. I'd have to look up. Plus, I don't want to butcher it. Really cool guy, though. Had some great conversation. And at the end, it occurred to me that maybe I should give him a Craft Heads podcast business card. So, AJ, hope you're listening. Hope you're doing well. A new Craft Heads business card? Yes, he got one of the Fresh Boys. Oh, nice. Okay. Thank you. You gave me the other segue. We, we got the new business cards. They're beautiful. We need more people like listener and patron Andrew Rita to do some guerrilla and word-of-mouth marketing. He sends me pictures all the time. He's like throwing business cards and stickers all everything, toilets. Yeah. It's, a, it's the best. He sent us the one of him putting it in a stripper's thong, which I thought was really cool. Too. Yeah, that one was really amazing. So, <laughs> Not a true story. I, I should have run with that. <laughs> that, that was good. Uh, so and then, yeah, and then she took two of them and put them over her nipples like pasties. She, yeah, like pasties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. She used a little SoundCloud logo, yeah, a Spotify on it. Yeah. So we need more people like that. If anybody, any listeners wants any, just tell me and I'll send them to you, obviously for free. So that's it. Also, we hit five thousand listens. Hey, yeah, pretty cool milestone. We're five thousand or hell yeah, dude. Now take over. All right. Um, this is an episode about something that we did very interesting. Tonight. Tonight. Happy Ash Wednesday. Happy Ash Wednesday. Um, 
We did not eat meat. Or actually, uh, Tara and Alex didn't. Claire <laughs> and I are bad Catholics, and we did. It doesn't matter. It's but, a discipline uh, thing. We, you guys will have a couple of uh, guests' voices that you'll hear on the podcast tonight. Claire's here. Hello. And, Hello. Uh, Hello. and uh, Tara is also here. She'll be walking in the room any second. Yeah, she'll um, be back. I also have a few cocktail uh, surprises for Alex, along with a treat that we are going to lead off the episode with. And then after that, we're going to tell you about our night where we did flavor tripping. Which I have a problem with that name. Why? It's real pretentious and silly sounding. But the experience is amazing. I think that it's exactly what it is. I will say that I don't know. I'm not saying I have the answers. It just sounds ridiculous. But after experiencing it, it's kind of accurate. Yeah. I admit it. I think it's. I think it's incredibly accurate. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, it is. It's wild. Okay. Well, we're gonna take a quick break, and when you when we come back, you guys will uh, will get started with the episode. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so uh, yeah. Claire is gonna start off the episode. We might have Tara float in here at one point, but uh, we're gonna start off with the drinks. And I'm going to make the cocktails on air here. Yes, please. Uh, I have a couple of ice balls that I've been using for quite some time that uh, you can get off Amazon. I highly recommend if you're going to make a cocktail to use ice balls or something with some... some. It's got to be one large piece instead of multiple because right. they last longer. Exactly. And, that fast. and it doesn't... Yeah, the melting... And they're fancy. Yeah, it looks good. Let's face it. You can impress people with your ice balls. That you're infinitely... Infinitely spinning ice balls. Do you remember that? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Wait, I gotta look at that video again. Tommy, uh, we we made a drink the one time, a couple episodes ago. It was with Tommy's the, the the chocolate bourbon ball, and there was just enough liquid at the bottom that there was like almost no surface friction, and the ice cube spun around. I I recorded it on my phone for five minutes and thirty seconds nonstop, and it would just kept spinning. It's yeah. actually pretty entertaining. It was great. Your, Weird about science. And, yeah, and have no life. So the first thing I'm going to have you try, Alex, since we're going to continue the theme of our flavor tripping tonight. Yes. Where you were presented tastings and food. I like Is it. I have a decanter full of Old Forester here, mm-hmm. Prohibition era. So mm-hmm. this is 55% um, uh, alcohol, yep. 110 proof. Yeah. And I'm going to give you a little taste of it before I make the cocktail that we're going to be having tonight. I love it. So here's a little nip for you. You don't have to have that whole thing if you want to just taste it without the the drink or drink the whole thing. It was a good mouthful and strong. Mm. Oh my God, but it tastes like the back end of it is like syrup. Well, that's probably because your flavor tripping is still going on. Too. Well, you never know. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'm having a little nip myself. That's true. Our mouths might still be weird, which we're going to get to the details of that in a minute. Does that taste about right? Yes, it does. Okay. So we're good. So the uh, you know what I mean with the the syrupy taste at the, yeah, at the back. I'm, I'm a little bit used to it at yeah. this point, so I think it tastes great. But yeah, it does have a. It's a little sweeter. It has a little bit. of And, and I was saying that in a 100 percent positive way. Right. Um. So old Forester, we're gonna pour our, our oh. bourbon, make a drink here. Yes. Pretty heavy. Is that? What you're uh, yeah, I'm thrilled. <laughs> well, the point is. So uh, we were in the Highlands, North Carolina with some friends a couple weeks ago. Uh, log cabin, beautiful place. Uh, actually, I loved it so much that I'm going to be bringing you and Tara, the Slice Boys, and uh, Jen and Jimmy with us to the Highlands for my birthday this year. 
Uh, we already filled up the cabin. Sorry, everybody else. I love you all. And I wish everybody could come, but it was just the first people that were interested in doing something for my birthday. Right. Joined in. And, and you got a really Easy quick response. Easy yeah. drive from Atlanta, only two hours north. And it's just a beautiful, mountainous, luxurious town of about a thousand people population. And you got, you got a hundred percent yeses on your invites in like a half an hour. And within great. a couple hours. It yeah. was awesome. So I appreciate everybody for coming, but, uh, Let's get to it. Yeah. So they have one grocery store there, one good grocery store there, but a lot of people go there to eat breakfast, lunch, dinner, and they also have um, liquor and other commodities. Like one of Claire's favorite things is this coffee shake that she drinks. What? No liquor. They don't liquor there. Oh, they don't? But they have wine. They're in line, yeah. Yeah. Well, what but is this coffee shake that is just... What makes it so good? I don't know. It's. I mean, I... Always watch her make it. It's probably like four scoops of ice cream. Oh, that's why. They're not skimpy. Right. It's just like espresso and milk ice cream. Oh, yeah. It's akin to uh, the the shake from Chick-fil-A, the coffee shake from Chick-fil-A, but... Even more, probably, creepy. probably yeah, a lot better. Not true. Yeah. Well, I think I think that's I'm incredibly good. I, I I think it's amazing, but yeah. just from what you're describing, it sounds oh, like hers is, is so much good. more special. I can't wait. Although I love frosted coffees from Chick Fil A. To be fair, yeah. yeah. But you with coffee, like you would. Yeah, love it. yeah. So, this is craftier yeah. than Chick Fil A. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll be having one the very first podcast. day, no doubt. Good, <laughs> good, good. Every day I'm there. Oh, I can't wait. So in that store, I was floating by the cash register and saw. I want the I want the aesthetic, the audio for the ASMR. Podcast. Yeah, um, I saw these little tasters or testers even. It's bitter milk is what they call this. Fascinating. And so all you do is you pour a glass of bourbon, and then you pour these bitters over top, and it makes an old fashioned. Oh. So I figured I'd buy a couple. It was a dollar. It was actually or a dollar fifty. Oh, that's amazing! So you pour this whole thing, the whole thing, right over top. Yeah, of it. makes one cocktail. This is Add incredible. It to a shot of, well, I guess we have like two shots. Of eh, it, it's okay. <laughs> stir with ice and garnish with an orange peel. We don't have an orange peel, but this makes a for a crafty boy podcast. Yeah, thing. This Claire, is you're work. of course welcome to a few sips. Uh, I'm gonna pour mine over top of my glass. Yeah, let me smell that first. Ooh, it's actually very mild, but it smells nice. It smells great. Oh my god, that looks so cool. It's pretty syrupy, actually. I'm yeah. a little scared. Yeah. I, yeah. There, I mean, yeah, it's good. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Oh god, it's so good looking. <laughs> Did you take another sip? I have so much more like liquid. You might have had a headier pour, plus your ice cube is a little bit hossier. Yeah. There's a little bit of blue in it. Hi, Ro. Ro looking. Ro's coming to join the, the party. Storm me up, guy. Did you get a sniff? A uh, sniff. A sniff. <laughs> was, that's a mixture between a smell and a sniff. <laughs> okay, yeah, Here, toss me up. I feel like it's pretty mild. Oh. I should have bought 15 more of these. Yeah, that, that was a big mistake. It takes the bite off of it. Yeah, but that's it's crazy. Still, but it's, you still taste your alcohol. Yeah, it takes the bite off because it doesn't taste like 110 proof bourbon. Yeah. Wow, that's, that's two times that we've really flirted with dangerous drinking tonight. Claire says it's good. It must be good. So depending on what you're getting into right now, mm-hmm. 
Should we talk about that or should we talk about the flavor tripping from earlier? No, we should talk about flavor tripping. Okay. Yeah. You, you, it was you guys' idea. You guys figured it out. So you introduce it. All right. Uh, Claire, why don't you explain how you found out about it and then we'll go okay. from there. I know, I know it's not long or a, <laughs> yeah. a, a long story, but just go ahead and tell everybody how No, you this will make Kurtz happy because of how she found it. Yeah. It's his bread and butter. Well, I was scrolling on Instagram. <laughs> yep. He's like, okay. Alex is. Favorite. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> um, and I follow like Bring Me. So, bring Me. Yeah, Bring Me. Is it just all one word? Mm, I don't know, to be honest. Okay. You can fact check while, okay. while talking. But, um, and I saw, I always pay attention. Like a lot of the places are overseas or in New York or places where cool things would really happen. <laughs> but this one was actually in Atlanta. And so I just start watching. It's like a video that they share. And so it just kind of takes you through this flavor tripping journey. And I texted Tommy immediately. And I was like, I feel like Alex and Tara would really like this. We yeah, we all go. That, that was a, there was no consideration. <laughs> I was like, yeah, sign me up. How much do I owe you? <laughs> yeah, I was like, let's do it. Yeah. So, clarifying that, she messaged me immediately, she just said, and I said, of course I'm down for that, let's make it happen, and we bought tickets, and it was only $25 a head, which is really nice. Spend that on a good dinner. Yeah, and we, so, that's the start of the story, uh, flash, flash forward, I'm having trouble talking today. That's, that's okay. <laughs> flash forward to us getting to this place, and it's a really quaint, dark, dimly lit restaurant that looks like it could be also a nice piano bar. Yeah, they, they go for like that speakeasy vibe for, mm. for you tamp, tamponians. Yeah, tampons. <laughs> tamped for you tampons in Tampa. Uh, very much like, uh, oh God, I came up with it the other day. Uh, Ciro's, which is a place that I went to. Oh, okay. You, it's a speakeasy? Smell? No, I never heard oh, oh, it's awesome. Okay, It's cool. really good. Yeah, I feel like it's like a club on the weekends. Definitely. Yeah. And all the and all the, the waitresses are dressed pretty scantily. Wait, you mean three sheets? Yeah. Yeah. Or, yeah. Okay. Not... Did you mention the name of the place? No. It's oh, an ama- no, I don't think it's an name. amazing name. Three yeah. sheets, like three sheets to the wind. I love it. Yeah. Oh, okay. I had no idea. Mm-hmm. If you're drunk, that. you're three sheets to the wind. Right. It's so good, man. I actually have never heard that before. There you so, go. Learn something new every, every day. day. Oh, oh Jesus. Um, <laughs> So this all started, uh, we got some appetizers beforehand because they told us that we definitely want to eat before if we're going to, not after. If we're hungry, yeah. Because your taste buds are going to be fucked up yeah. for um, a, an hour, I think is how long it's 30 minutes to an hour. So we bought, we brought home a menu, and we're, I'm going to read it word for word just because it's um, pretty cool. And it's called the Miracle Fruit is what we were eating for this flavor tripping. So the Miracle Fruit is a berry that was first documented by explorer Cheval- Chevalier de Marques. I don't know. It's it's probably French. Yep. Who searched? Uh, who cares? So let's go where. Uh, <laughs> Just no history. Let's get let's Skip get right the to the history. second uh, paragraph. Go to Wikipedia. The berry itself has a low sugar content and a mildly sweet tang. It contains a glycoprotein molecule with with some trailing carbohydrate chains called miraculin. Miracle, miracle fruit. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Just like three sheets. <laughs> yeah. When the fleshy part of the fruit is eaten, this molecule binds to the tongue's taste bud. This is the interesting part, folks. Listen here. The This molecule binds to the tongue's taste buds, causing sour foods, such as lemons and limes, to taste sweet. While the exact cause for this change is unknown, one theory is that the effect might be may be caused if miraculin works by distorting the shape of sweetness receptors, so that they 
become responsive to mm-hmm. acids instead of sugar and other sweet things. So you listen to that, you think, okay, that sounds really weird, mumbo jumbo-y. Basically what it does is it totally alters the way your tongue tastes bitters and sours. Flash yeah. forward. Fast forward. Is that, is that, forward? Is, what am I trying fast to say? You keep forward. saying flash. Why? I don't know. God, hey, wait. Is it folks this tricking. week? Are we going back to folks? Did I say folks? You've done folks before. Do you have any other ones? Um, Peeps? Nephews. Nephews. Oh, wait. Oh, yeah. Nephews. Like Snoop, Snoop Dogg. Dog. Okay, perfect. For shizzle, my nizzle. Nephews. Everybody. We we flavor tripping, my nizzle. Yes. Um, <laughs> so, this tiny little berry that comes out. It's a red berry. It looks almost like something you'd see and you'd go, wow, that's definitely poisonous. West African. West African berry. Since you skipped over the history. <laughs> yeah, fuck that. <laughs> um, and we all... So, what the waitress told us to do was eat the berry. You put the berry in your mouth. You swish it around for about three minutes, and you let it touch every crevice, crack, tooth, underneath your lips, tongue, cheeks. gums, everything. Uvula. And uh, we all looked like, what would, what would you? We you're, like, you're supposed to literally swish. I, I, I let my mouth salivate, and then I, it's just going to sound gross, but the equivalent of like building up a loogie in your mouth. And then you, <laughs> you just, you swish it around if you really want to hit everything. Yeah. I mean, it worked for me. So... And I thought it didn't work for me. I was kind of complaining because mine had not that much juice to it. And I was saying that I wanted another one. And that all uh, Alex, Tara, and Claire were telling me, I just wait, see if it works. Yeah. And I was like, fine. So they brought out the food. And the course was, since that's part of the menu that I have here. Oh, yeah. Uh, it was a plate of lemon, lime, grapefruit, a bite of Granny Smith apple, French fries, ketchup, and hot sauce. Texas Pete. Texas Pete. <laughs> uh, a serving of goat cheese with a fresh strawberry and an olive oil cake with sour cream and kiwi. That was the first quote unquote course. Yeah, sure. So after swishing around this berry for about three minutes, we take a bite into the lemons, the limes, the grapefruits, the, the citrus fruit we right got, off the yeah, bat. Yeah, the citrus boys. And Alex, Tara, and I all immediately felt the effects. We all said, oh my God, it, these are, you can just eat them. You can bite into the lemon. It's, like it's, it's almost disturbing. Yeah. Cause like, scary. you know, if you, I love citrus fruits and I will eat them plain, including lemons, but you know, you wince a little bit cause that's what your body is trying to do. And you just bite into it. Like it's an orange and you feel no discomfort. It, it really, it tastes like the, the best thing Claire said, country fair lemonade, you know, like <laughs> if you go to a, a state fair or a, or a carnival, that lemonade, that's what these tasted like. Which with the lemon is probably like one fourth lemonade and then three fourths sugar. Yeah, at least and water, yeah. sugar water. But that's what it tasted like. It tasted exactly like that, and it's it, and you just kind of chew it like it's no big deal. Yep. Move on to the next thing. Move on to the next thing, and everything's just all of the the bitter sweets are or bitter sours are now just straight. Yeah. Sugar. I'll, actually, I'll do the I'll do the citrus. So the grapefruit tasted to me. It had a like. It was, it was akin to sort of biting into an orange in terms of a sweetness level because since it's much more bitter than lemon, it's more evened out on a sweetness scale, but you could still tell it was a grapefruit. So it just tasted like a super sweet, tasty grapefruit. And I like grapefruit, but it was nothing like I've ever had. I normally actually hate grapefruit. Yeah, I I, like it's a pretty polarizing fruit. So yeah. yeah, like it's somebody who grapefruit is not palatable for. This is like perfect. And then the, the lime was the weirdest citrus fruit for me because it was over the top sweet, mm-hmm. like candy. Somebody put a spoonful of sugar in my mouth because even you know, without this miracle fruit, lime is the one thing that like, yeah, I typically don't, 
I'll squeeze the shit out of it, but I don't really like eat it out of the out of the rind. Like do you I do, do that with lemon. Yeah, with oh, lemon. You do? I, yeah, I absolutely. Do. Oh wow! But I lemon don't. is you know it's it's a little too strong on, on your mouth, and again, it it took away that sour aspect, but it's it just translated it into hyper sweetness. Mm-hmm. It was really wild. And then we ended up getting to some cheeses and the hot sauce and the, and the olive oil, which is a more the olive oil cake. Yeah, these are these are more savory flavors, and I would say that those didn't change that much. The French me. fries were nothing. The Granny Smith apple tasted like a regular apple. Mm-hmm. When I say regular, a sweeter yeah. variety. And the olive oil cake itself didn't change, nor did the kiwi. But the sour cream dollop, which is kind of gross, that was on there, it tasted like a cream cheese based icing. Yeah, so that was interesting. It also what they say in the in the description for the flavor tripping was that. Cottage cheese tastes like cheesecake. Yeah. And uh, funny enough, that's that's something that I already enjoy the flavor of. Yeah. So I would really enjoy just having one berry and then just eating a tub of cottage yeah. cheese and turning it into a Yeah, piece of well, and that was like – so they had the goat cheese and strawberry. It, it was a strawberry that was sliced in half and then they had – they spread goat cheese on the inside. And that was the one thing that for me, even though I had the full effects of the berry, it tasted like goat cheese to mm-hmm. me, which I love, but – it, they were saying the cheesecake thing, and to me, it, that was the one that changed the least. Yeah, for me. Um, I was like, nah, I'll, I'll take the real cream to, or the real cheesecake. Yeah, yeah, no. exactly. Like, Can I have the real thing? Yeah, please. <laughs> so, oh, let me get back to what I was saying about me, Tara, and Alex were were sensing all these flavors. Claire kept kind of mentioning, I don't know, I don't remember what this stuff tastes like. Does it taste <laughs> any different? And I mean, I, since I was the skeptical one, I was thinking, yeah, it's definitely changing for you, but you seem pretty sure that you weren't getting the full experience. Yeah. Well, I just, I mean, I have a hard, I I almost wish they would have offered you a plate of the things before you had the berries. You could be reminded of what it actually tastes like. Cause it's not every day that I bite into a a lemon or a (laughs) a lime or a grapefruit either. So I would say I almost needed a reminder of what it's usually supposed to taste like. That's a really good tip for future reference. If anybody, if anybody goes and does this flavor tripping thing and they put the plate in front of you, just do a little like lick of each item just so you can be reminded of how sour or how, what the actual flavor is that you're tasting. So, uh, but moving on at the end of all of this tasting, and actually we have a course too that we'll get to in a second, which was also pretty interesting. Um, we had the waitresses bring Claire another berry mm-hmm. and because Claire felt like her berry didn't have a lot of juice or, um, is juice the word? Substance in general. Yeah. There wasn't yeah, much it to was it. it was just dry. Yeah, it was a dry berry. So they got her another one and she did it and it actually did work for her the second time. So don't be afraid to speak up if you really aren't sensing it. Yeah. Because for three out of four of us, it was obvious. And for one of us, it wasn't. Until she had another berry, and then it was obvious. Mm-hmm. So it's a very interesting thing that you, as far as I know, it's a hundred percent success rate. Yeah, <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna notice. Yeah. So moving on, Alex, I'll let you do the the drinks. Well, this was the most drastic thing next to the citrus fruits yeah, for the me. Citrus was super drastic. Yeah. Though. So this this was the second course. It's basically like dessert. They brought out a. It says tequila shot, but it was a tequila shooter, which mm-hmm. was great. There was plenty. And it was a, uh, a, a silver tequila, you know, Blanco. Um, 
a sour app sour apple martini shot and then they had a, a small glass of guinness with lemon sorbet in it so i'll <laughs> work that my, one was really weird yeah i'll work my way up from but the cool. bottom the, the guinness with lemon sorbet not only did it not change a whole lot for me but uh it it, it just it, it, i didn't love it to begin with it's it kind of tasted a little bit like a knockoff root beer slash dr pepper to me but Overall, I could still taste the like the lemon sorbet. So, I thought did you get like a big transformation? I, on that? I got a pretty big transformation actually. I thought it was very. I, I mean, I definitely could taste the the. I, you know what? And I'll say this about all of the things I have. I could really taste what the item normally was in the very end. Yeah, but uh, but the initial blast of flavor, right? Very drastically different for all the items. What about you, Claire? Yeah, I mean, it was just a, like, you don't think about putting lemon sorbet in Guinness. No, who would? <laughs> and then again, it's like another thing that I don't normally drink Guinness, although I like it. I just no- normally drink it where I was like, I almost needed to re- be reminded of what it usually tastes like. It was, it was good timing for me. I've been drinking a ton of Guinness lately because I bought an 18-pack of the big the big cans and pouring yeah. glasses. So yeah. it, it was it was good. It was just... Yeah, and I liked it as more I ate it, I yeah, think. It yeah, was, it was like a desserty thing yeah, at yeah. that point. Mm-hmm. So the sour apple shot, I don't need to say this, Ugh. it turned sour into the more sour something is, the more sickeningly sweet something becomes. Mm-hmm. So Tommy and I traded in our sour apple martini shots to our girlfriends mm-hmm. and they gave us the tequila and Tommy and I loved the tequila. I know for me especially, this is going to sound like a, probably like an exaggeration, but I'm not really exaggerating. It tasted like water yeah yeah and and i i sipped it well no i didn't sip it before the berry but like even in the beginning when i started sipping it i could say oh you know it's still tequila but it's very good but then as that berry started getting more and more more profound it's seriously i i could pour myself a pint glass of this tequila and drink it and it, your your mouth doesn't care maybe it was weird maybe that i mean technically our mouths are the reason why we cringe when we have alcohol is because it's poison. And at the most basic level, you're cringing because you're poisoning your body. Exactly. And we broke those sensors, <laughs> yeah. for lack of a better way of putting it. Instead of bitter, your body's saying, hey, fire the sweet receptors. And it's, it's weird. Hence, that's probably why this isn't a legal berry to sell like in supermarkets. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. It, it, there's some weird situation behind it, but I, I would love to try and get seeds and grow it. I would love to eat a hundred of them and see what happens to me. Death. Death. I don't know if death would happen. I just think that I would shit a lot, which I wouldn't, Probably. I wouldn't hate it. I shit like a goose anyway, so oh, it doesn't matter. You. Good, good yep. for you. Um, what's that? <laughs> All right, so we're done. I'm excited. We we're done with the. That's what flavor tripping is. That's what we did tonight. Oh, and wrapping it full circle, flavor tripping. Yeah, is a very good explanation it is. for it's, it. Now that you hear it, right? Yeah, yeah it is. And uh, I was actually telling my boss about this earlier today that I was going to be doing this, and he said, "What if you went tripping?" And did flavor tripping. And I just said that the effects then would be reversed. It would be neutral. It, uh, yeah. It would you be, would just be eating. <laughs> exactly. That's the objective answer. All right. Um, I think we need to finish these. But do you, I have like pure sugar on the bottom of my glass right now. So Rinse it with water? Yeah, I'm going to do Fir- that. Dude, first ever Craft Heads podcast with two breaks. Oh. <laughs> Wait, why? I just got another notification to go flavor tripping. Tommy, what's in the box? I know, I'm, I'm making you wait up on this. All right, Claire, I'm going to...
I think I'm going to introduce. I don't want you to see that. Ooh. That's that's the final. That's the. Dessert. Tommy has two surprises. I have for so me. many surprises for you. Oh, what a great podcast! So this is the this one is something that Claire blessed us with as soon as we just walked in the door. She said, "You can try some." Oh, so thanks, Claire. Have you heard of Blanton's? Bourbon? What is it? Blanton's bourbon. No. I've seen that. Blanton's I've never had bourbon it. is the most expensive bourbon that money can purchase. Really? Not true. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's like it, it's, it's it's probably it's the most shelf. rare. It's, it's probably the most top rare. Shelf. It's super hard to find. You can't really find it. It's, hey, can I read this? It's a hundred dollars a bottle. This bourbon whiskey dumped on January 2nd, 2019 from barrel number 3200 stored in warehouse 14 on Rick number one, individually selected, filtered, and bottled by hand at 93 proof. It's It was dumped. All right, so second. it's not the most expensive bourbon. It's top shelf, incredible it's stuff. It's incredibly Look at that lid. Rare. That lid is like a $10 lid. We've it's probably, it's, a guy, it's an equestrian man with wax. It's incredible. How do we get this off? Claire, I don't want to break this, and it's your bottle, so why don't you come open it, you your You just probably bottle. go like this. I know, but I'm afraid. I think you pour it around. I, I don't want to do it either. But. <laughs> I honestly never owned my own. Here, I got it. I just get well, the $28. What we've done for the last... The last probably 10 to 15 times we've entered a liquor store. Seriously, 10 to 15 times. So that spans, you know, quite a few months. You, oh, well, probably about 15 days also because we go to the liquor store every day. Um, oh, is this? Dude, this is legit. This is um, like Fort Knox. We've asked for Blanton's bourbon and nobody ever has it. And they laugh at us every time we ask for it because that's I've how I've definitely seen this before. That's crazy. I, I'm, you've, you've probably seen it at bars. Like on shelves at or, bars. Or all kidding aside, maybe like in tower locked up. Maybe. In yeah, one of those things. Well, we ask tower every time. They exactly. We ask okay. at tower every time we go in there and they never have Oh, it. shit, you guys. So. I feel honored. I'm very, very excited. It's extremely smooth, too. I don't have to tell you that because you're about to taste it. <clears throat> okay. So I'm going to give you a splash. I'm going to give you a splash. It looks like one of those bombs they use in 300. Like yeah. the sorcerers that throw. <laughs> yeah, this is a so very, uh, very uh, apothecary esque, uh, apothecary esque bourbon. Yeah. Oof. Is that about right? Yeah, that's fine. Totally. Before it gets watered down, hurry up. Oh man. So, and when we go to, um, and when we go to bars that do have it, we. End up finding out it's normally about like $26 for an ounce or two ounces of a pour. Oh, Christ. So you're about to have about like $10. <laughs> I'm, I'm eating, yeah, $10. This is like a $10 Thanks, shot of bourbon. Can you taste the difference between that and Old Forester? That's like, that's like having the tequila after the miracle. <laughs> yeah, it's very <laughs> zero bite. Yeah. Zero. Mm. Oh my god. So that's extremely good. Wow. This bourbon whiskey dumped you gotta keep on this. one, two. Dude, this is that metal. that's the whole thing. Is like people so collect those. Yeah, there's I think like How many bottles of Blanton's have I drunk in my life? Sixteen or something. There's sixteen different I, ones? Something like that. Oh, do you know so if cool. do you know if the horse is rare? Because that's the topper that we have on this one. Yeah. They probably have a site that has like percentages of the rarity of each one. 
So that's two out of three of your surprises. Each bottle is recorded with the Master Regist Registrar at Blanton Distilling Company. This registered bottle is number 136. Man, this is phenomenal. Eight. This is eight times. Oh, eight. eight yeah, times. that's what I was beautiful. actually going to say. Oh, my God. I love it. I thank you. Thank you, for, thank you both for sharing that with me. Are you going to look up the rarities? I, it'll take me a while, so okay. I would continue. All right, well, we don't have much more in this episode because we've talked a lot about bullshit. That's okay. Um, That's what we do. And it's a bummer that Tara couldn't join us, but Claire, thanks for filling in. Sure, sure. Oh, yeah. Uh, the last thing I have to show you is, is, is another thing. The, all right. Uh, I've been to the Highlands twice. Right. In, in April, it'll be my third time. The first time we went... Uh, we left on a Sunday, but Claire seemed very adamant about going into town one more time because she wanted to show me a shop. Okay. And this shop it has uh, specializes in jams, peanuts, pickles. Um, peppers. Peppers. Mm. And um, that's not what you're about to get. Oh! But I, I, was, I was guessing something It's, it's similar. But uh, so they have basically just homemade jars of a bunch of different sure. things. That's amazing. Uh, one of the things in there was a hot, a hot peanut that I tried. That's not what I have. But it was a hot peanut that they sh- – do you know the show Hot Ones? Uh, is that where they do the wings? That's where they do yeah. the wings yeah, with yeah. celebrities. And the one wing sauce that fucks up every celebrity – Every single episode is called The Bomb, yeah. or it's Da Bomb. I don't yeah, know if yeah. it's The or Da. But celebrities always get to this one. They're like, Duh. They start freaking out. They're like, that I think there's an, I think there's an Eric Andre episode. Well, yeah. not his show, but of... I remember specifically him freaking out on that one going, that doesn't even taste good. That it sounds like him. It's yeah. pretty typical that they all say, that doesn't even, that's just brutal. It doesn't even taste good. And then the, the next two, which are supposed to be hotter, they end up being able to handle. Yeah. So I really think that the bomb is the hottest of the hot right, sauces. Right, right. And they had a peanut flavored one and I took a peanut of it and oh my fucking God, was it hot. It was really, really spicy. Oh my, I, I took do, one peanut. You gotta take me, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah, good. of course. Okay, of course. Okay. I took one peanut of it and I was like, yeah, I was kind of breathing pretty heavy. I can't wait. But we get to the back left of the store and I found something that was right up my alley. And I don't know if you've ever had, but I've been obsessed with them and I've been trying to hold off just so you could have one. Ooh my god, let's go. <laughs> Spicy pickled quail eggs. This is way better than peppers. Yeah. Have you ever had a pickled egg before? I need a... Yes, I have. Okay, all right, perfect. Yeah, I've had those like shitty ones you buy in the store that are red. Dude. Yes. Mm. Well, this is a little different. You're going to be obsessed with this. That's I why I know. said shitty. Like, yeah. you know, those are whatever. Ooh, they're so it's cute. so cute. <laughs> this spoon is perfect. Just bite it in half on your first one. Right, oh, right. You can have two, but you should take it take it one at a bite at a time. Mm. Mm. It's like a pickled deviled egg. Yes, it's so good. It's so good. Yeah, I'll have two. Thank you. <laughs> so, do you want to try one now on air? Are you sure? I'm sure. I think you'd really like it. I'm sure I would. I like eggs. Oh, dude. But you don't like pickles. I don't like pickles. But you like eggs. And you like fried pickles. Mm, fried boom. pickles, yeah. So good, right? That's amazing. I know. We'll have to get you a bottle, Alex. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Colonel, I'm, I'm buying you. 10 when I go. Yeah, I know. Here, Colonel take, Mustard Specialty Foods. Take a couple jalapenos, too, while you're at it. Peniers. <laughs> mm. I'm Thank also you. having one myself. Because these things are amazing. Hell yeah, dude. Mm. 
Dude. So that's our flavor tripping episode with a lot of different flavors, a lot of different bourbons. Thank you for sharing all of this stuff with me. Yep. Oh my gosh, those were so good. Had a lot of things to show you and, all, and hopefully you'll have some for me next time. Absolutely. I promise you the drink, the drink I have is trash. <laughs> okay, so compared to this stuff or just trash period? Both. Okay, great. Especially compared to this stuff. Uh, just for listeners, future episodes that you can look forward to, I think um, I'm going to start adapting the one-on-one episodes and have a couple one-on-ones. I think I'll probably do one with Claire, one a couple of our neighbors that I think have some good stuff to say. Totally. And because uh, I I really enjoyed the the Kurtz and um, Mike. Mike episode. Yeah. So. We, we got a lot of listeners really fast on that one. And I had, I will not name names, but I had somebody say it was their favorite episode ever. Was it Brosage? No. Oh. Because he, cause he uh, told me the other day that he listened to it and thought it was really good. Oh, good. I'm and glad I was like, didn't, no, I didn't talk to him. I go, yeah. And I wasn't even on the episode. He was like, oh, that's why I liked it. I was going to say, that's a Brosage <laughs> comment right there. He's like, well, yeah. So, exactly. Everybody, awesome. thanks for listening. Uh, if you get a chance to enjoy flavor tripping, and it was it. because something that you heard on here. Let us know because we'll be really happy to know that. Hell yeah. Craft Podcast at gmail.com. <laughs>